amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Armor Report. It would help if I had my microphone in front of me. All right, let's try this again. Welcome to the Armor Report. Now, I'm a little bit flustered at the start here because I've got a bunch of trades working and I'm trying to put something out. We're long on an intraday basis, all the big indexes, the S&P, the Dow, the small caps, and the triple Qs, using the ETFs, QQQ, SPY, DIA. Um, and so I'm just, I just got to think things through for a second, guys. Just give me a second. I have to re, realign something here. What we've got going on is that um, this is a live trading desk, so forgive me. I can't help when things happen as, as they go. Um, I'm managing my own capital, managing capital for high net worth investors. It's all through interactive brokers. And all the information I share with you comes directly off my trading desk. So um, when it's in the middle of the day, sometimes I'm literally in the middle of trades. And I've got four running right now, so... I'm booking profits as I go, as I hit targets on the way up, and I have to realign um, my stops as I go as well. So let me just do that real quick. This particular one is um, great. Okay. All right. So um, I'm long SSO, which is the um, ETF that's twice the performance of SPY, and I like to use that on my intraday trading activity to get a bigger boost out of that, out of that index. We're having great runs across the board. We're booking profits on everything and raising stops as we go. Um, let me reorder my thinking now, now that I've gotten my, my portfolio set up the way I want, and try to focus with you guys for the next half hour here. So this is a show about stock market investing. For those of you who follow me, you know that. For those of you who are new, thanks for joining us. Um, what we do on our desk here and the way we manage money is we combine traditional fundamental analysis with the execution tools of the millennial age, primarily algorithms. So in the world we live in today where algorithms dominate 90% of all trades that take place on all the exchanges, you've got to have those tools if you want to execute effectively. And so there's guys out there that say, I'm a buy and hold and the market always goes up. I wish you the best of luck. This is not a show for you. Um, I think um, closing your eyes and hoping that the government always bails you out is a dangerous business opera, uh, um, um, approach. And we just don't take that kind of approach here. We already have, you know, um, I've been doing this over 30 years. We've already built up our capital base. So now the key is to 
manage the risk on that capital base and make it grow. So I'm not willing to see my assets drop 50% in years like 2008. I don't want to see them drop 25% like last year. A lot of stocks. A lot of guys had a whole bunch of investments in some big fang names and got their clocks cleaned. I don't see the purpose in that. I work too hard for my money. So I want to hold on to it, but I want to make it grow. So the last four episodes, you all know, um, our, our single favorite investing theme right now is the cannabis space. We're going to get to that again later in the show. I'm going to also share with you the focus that we have on our trading desk. It's cannabis, it's precious metals, and it's energy. And I'm going to go over that a bit. And then I'm going to break down for you. Um, if you look at our website, RosenthalCapital.com, you will see three model portfolios that we have at Interactive Brokers. These portfolios are basically used for anybody who wants to work with us that has an IB account. They can link to one of these three portfolios and immediately start executing with algorithms. So using an investment structure, investing using fundamental analysis, investment themes, um, um, you know, breaking down balance sheets and income statements, understanding earnings announcements, and building a portfolio around um, assets that we think can advance significantly over time, and then managing that risk with algorithms. And so each of those portfolios is listed on our homepage of our website, so you can just follow along if you want and see how we're focused in a general way. And if you want to know what stocks we own, we obviously we have to work together. But in a general way, you could see where we are. And so today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about our whiteboard, because you'll see an allocation in all three of our portfolios, our conservative, our balanced, and our aggressive portfolio. They all have an allocation to whiteboard favorites. And so I'm going to share with you how a stock gets on the whiteboard. And then I'm, just for today, I'm going to reveal uh, for you one uh, actually our largest stock that we have on our whiteboard and that's in our portfolio so i should say our largest investment in a whiteboard stock that's in our portfolios i'll share with you what that is today but before i get to all that i like to start off this show what all of our investing strategy everything we do on this desk begins and ends with rule number one i'm building a list for you i've been doing this 30 years Rules of the road, I call it, okay? I'm going to share this list with my two-year-old daughter and my five-year-old son when they're older and they begin thinking about investing. And as I compile that list, I'm sharing it with you. It's on our website again. It's um, algorithmic research. Click on that. You'll see rules of the road. Rule number one, every investment, whether it's day trading or multi-year hold, when we take a position, we want to be on the right side of probability and statistics, okay? And we want to make sure the reward is worth the risk we're taking. That's rule number one. And probably a subset of that rule is that opportunity cost of money is key when you're investing. So reward versus risk. 
can I buy, I don't know, General Motors? Can I buy Micron? Sure, I can buy these cyclical names. When I look over a decade and I look back, I realize they don't ever go anywhere. There's a lot of ups, a lot of downs. They don't really do anything. But if I invest in Illumina at the very beginning of a super cycle of investing opportunity in 2003 because of the mapping of the human genome, I can look back 14, 13, 14 15 years later, and I have a 17,000% return on my capital. That's reward versus risk. The risk is always the same. We put a position on, we know what our stop is, we're going to lose money if it goes against us. Okay, keep the risk manageable, not lose too much. But when we hook into a winner, we want it to be enormously successful. It helps us pay for a bunch of losses, and we can ride that position up over a long period of time. All of this type of investing begins and ends with getting on the right side of probability. How do we do that? We use the big indexes, the S&P, the Dow, the small cap index, the NASDAQ, and the momentum index to drive our risk on, risk off approach. September last year, early October, I came on this show and I said, all five indexes are telling us risk off. Hey, guess what? We've been in primarily that position right up through today. We outperformed every single index last year because of the ability to protect capital. We're underperforming so far this year because we only have about 50% of our capital to work, you know, give or take, depending on how aggressive an account is. And it's only 50% because those big indexes are still telling us that the volatility is so fierce, the risk is too great for us to be full bore into the market. I'm still telling you that. And you could say to me, God, Brett, you've missed a huge run in, in January and early February. Well, I'd say I haven't missed it. We're focusing on cannabis and precious metals and energy stocks and whiteboard names. We have exposure. We just use these indexes to tell us how aggressive to be. There will be times on this show where I'll tell you in our aggressive accounts, we're 150% exposed in the market. What our algorithms tell us now is that that is way too much risk for the potential reward. The volatility is too great. And so our exposure is a lot less but we'll still make money in a market like this. Forgive me, I just have to monitor my positions. We've, you know, we've, we've, as, so let's get to, let's just talk about this since I keep looking off screen. Sorry about this, guys. Um, intraday activity. We like to increase our exposure. I guess this, it kind of, um, works with this part of the conversation because if we're underinvested, right, then what we really like to do is get into the market every day on an intraday basis using our intraday algorithms on the big indexes to jack up our exposure on certain days intraday. I'm willing to take the risk. 
I'm just not willing to sleep overnight with it. So one of our favorite things to do, markets gap down, we look to get long. You guys know this, who've been following this show for the last X amount of months. Gap downs offer the greatest opportunities to get long in a bull market. But it even works in a bear market. That's the beauty of these gap downs. What happens is they gap down even in a bad market. The market indexes will rip higher and go test that gap. You can make money on that. If you're in a bear market, in the afternoon, the market rolls over and collapses. So there's two trades a day in a bear market. You get long the gap down if the setup is correct. I don't just buy every gap down. It has to be a certain setup. And that's where the algorithm comes in. If the setup's right, we'll get long. If we're in a bear market, we'll look to short the sell-off in the last couple hours of the day, and we get two trades. Right now, we're in an uptrend. I'm not looking to short sell-off in the afternoon. I'm just looking to enhance the performance of the portfolio with some short-term trades when the indexes tell me to do that. And one thing we love here is confluence. So when we get every index, and really, these are just a big four. I don't trade the momentum index intraday. But when the big four all give us the same algorithmic buy signal in the first six minutes of the morning on a gap down, it's a no-brainer to put capital to work. No-brainer. This was like taking candy from the proverbial baby today. And now it's just a question of managing the risk and, and the reward. How much money do we want to make on these trades? I could be very aggressive and get out of these positions right now and book a nice profit. Um, you know, or, or when you're in an up day and you're in an up market like this, you might just want to let it run and raise your stops accordingly. Don't be penny wise and pound foolish. So it's kind of I'm struggling with that decision right now. I'm actually going to, as we're talking and I'm struggling, I think I'm going to book a little bit more of my S&P trade there. Just a little bit more. Bear with me, guys. Sorry. Okay. We just grabbed a little bit more of our profit there in the S&P. Okay. So let's try to get to um, – let's get to the next part of the show here. So our stance right now is to be cautious – we're riding our successes right now. We are not chasing the market. Why? Because our indexes tell us the risk is still too high. Don't be greedy, guys. You took positions at some point in January, I assume. You're making some good money. Don't be greedy. Everything that rises must converge. This is rule number 15 on the list. Okay? Everything that rises must converge. 
When you get this overextended, there will be sell-offs. What you want to do if we're in an up market that's going to last for X amount of months is you want to buy weakness. You don't want to chase the market as it's running. Because then when it has that weakness, you start to feel stupid. You start to make bad decisions. You go on tilt, as they say in poker, and it becomes ugly. So what you want to do is be patient. Be happy with your success, whatever risk you took. And on weakness, put capital to work if it makes sense. Okay? Now, um, let's get to our focus. We're focused on the cannabis stocks, precious metal stocks, energy stocks. We all know cannabis. Let me just give you a quick update. Um, I recommend you watch the last four YouTube videos I've done all about cannabis. So I'm not going to go over all that today. For those of you who have watched, I appreciate it. But I will just give you a quick, quick update. Um, earnings are coming out for these companies. I want to just make a note. These are not earnings stories yet. At the beginning of an investing super cycle, P.E. is meaningless. You want to argue with that? Just go look at Amazon. That argument you're making in your head right now about P.E.s definitely kept you out of Amazon, one of the greatest stocks of all time. Because Amazon lost money quarter after quarter after quarter as they were dominating a space. It was about intellectual property at, at Amazon. IP is more important than PE at the start of an investing super cycle. And because I only like to invest in investing super cycles, I don't ever care about PE. Don't get me off on that rant again. You guys have heard it millions of times. But the point being, these I, I, I know a couple of guys who follow me and, and um, uh, who watch the show and, and I've chatted with a bit. Um, are concerned about the earnings stories. And so they sell the cannabis stocks in front of earnings. They think the stocks go down. It, it's really meaningless. If the stocks go down, great. Buy the weakness. Some of the stocks will go up. But, and the reason those stocks will go up is they'll announce things on the call that have nothing to do with earnings that are very bullish for the company, whether it be joint ventures, whether it be cash infusions from great people, whether they're bringing in new management teams. So it's not, it's not the conference call on earnings really isn't about earnings. This is a new business. People are grabbing market share. But let's look at the Canopy earnings announcement last week. I'm just going to highlight a couple of thoughts I got off of that conference call for you. Um, Canopy is the, in my opinion, uh, number one stock to own in this space. Okay? Hands down, it's the institutional favorite, and, and it's the – it's the bellwether for the industry. So how it trades, the rest of the industry probably trades. So it's very important to follow that company. Okay. Um, on the conference call, I heard a couple things that are very important. So I don't, I don't care about the earnings and I'm not going to break down what the revenue and all that kind of stuff was, but there's a couple things that are important more so than earnings. It's average selling price. This is something that analysts are very interested in. Average selling price of the marijuana they're selling. 
Some companies, ASPs are going down. That's not quality products. See, a lot of this stuff is going to be commoditized. So if you own a cannabis company where their ASPs are going down, you've got a problem. You want to find companies that are focusing on IP where the ASPs are going up and margins are going up. That's what Wall Street loves. That's what institutional investors pay for. Our job is to get our investment dollars as individuals into an asset ahead of an institutional flow and wave of capital because that's what drives stocks higher over a longer period of time. Canopy's earnings announcement was beautiful because the ASPs are going up and the CEO of the company made it very clear that margins are going higher for their foreseeable future. Why? It's because they have intellectual property on the delivery method of THC and CBD. So as edibles come out, as drinks come out, all of these types of products carry higher margins. And that's all Canopy really cares about. They're looking for the the movement and they're ready for the movement to those types of products. Margins are going up for them. That's key. Number one. Another takeaway. And again, I'm not breaking down everything on the call. These are just things that are important to me and to us on our investing, uh, our, our investing desk, trading desk. But this is more investing. Um, the company right now is in the process of doing a clinical trial to prove that marijuana helps people with insomnia. This is a multi-billion dollar market. The results will be in in the fourth quarter. Put that on your calendar. Anybody who's ever smoked weed knows that you get a great night's sleep. You have some great dreams. You wake up feeling pretty good. It's not anything like drinking alcohol. You don't wake up with a hangover. I think that the chances of that trial showing negative results is like slim and none. So here's like a biotech idea without the biotech risk. And when they announce the results, it will come with not just a generic uh, marijuana helps you sleep, but they have a delivery system for the THC and CBD that helps you sleep. And so then they can market that delivery system, intellectual property, higher margins. This company is brilliant. Put it on your calendar. Let's watch for those results. Okay. Um, There's other things that I think are important, but I'm going to wrap up on this one issue. I think maybe I was under the false impression that we had to have a real federal decriminalization for the big players to get into the U.S. market. But after that call with Canopy, I don't think that's the case. Brian Kennedy made it very clear on the call that the minute the state's act passes, and it's already in the process of being worked on in Congress, that will allow the states to decide what to do with cannabis. So the 
the federal government doesn't have to decriminalize. It's just the federal government saying, okay, states, you go figure out what you want to do, and we won't interfere. And in that bill are clear guidelines to allow U.S.-based cannabis companies access to banking and capital markets. I cannot impress upon you enough how important the passing of that bill is. And Brian Kennedy, the CEO, came right out and said, if that passes, we will be in the U.S. market immediately. And they're already gearing up in New York State to produce CBD, which they can do now because of the farm bill. And they'll be able to take that, what they've done in New York State, and apply it across the board. That bill, that state's bill, is very important. I think if it passes, whenever that is, and of course, guys, look, this is politics. It could pass in 2021 for all I know. But when it does, the U.S.-based cannabis, look how excited I am, I'm knocking over the mic. The U.S.-based cannabis companies go vertical. So the time to be an investor is now. Do the homework, do the research, find the right companies for capital work. Okay, let's move on. Precious metals. You know we've been focused on precious metals since September of last year. It's one of our favorite focus groups. These stocks are blowing out, guys. Blowing out. Look at today. GDX up another 3%. GDXJ up 4%. Gold gapped up and has exploded higher. Gold itself is trading up 1.4%. Silver up 1%. We're killing it in this space. Do we need to have all of our money to work in the big indexes? No, risk is too high there. But we got a lot of exposure to the right groups. And so it allows us to make money as the market goes higher, and yet we still have a big cash position to protect us if things go sideways. And by sideways, I mean ugly. I think it's incredibly important. I can't stress it enough. I've been saying it for weeks. Precious metals have been in a downtrend in a brutal bear market for seven years. I told you about three months ago, and I highlight, I showed you charts. The metals were breaking a seven-year downtrend, three downtrends. And the rule on this desk is when the third trend is broken, a new trend is beginning. We couldn't have been more right about that. And today's just another example. These stocks are exploding. Can you go run after them now? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not buying anything today. I've already got my allotment. I'm enjoying the ride now. Can't tell you how important that is, guys. Don't be greedy. Just because you're making a killing in a space doesn't mean you should keep loading up. You've got to load up when you get the right risk on entry point and then ride it. Don't chase it. But just to update precious metals, we've been right for four months, and now it's accelerating higher, and it's getting serious. And I'm going to round out with the energy space. You could probably still own this space. It hasn't run away. Oil's been having a hard time finding a bottom. Our favorite way to play it are the pipelines. We got an 8.5% yield in AMLP, the ETF of the pipelines. And then we go into that ETF and find our favorite pipelines and own them. So this is a great way to build 
some income into your portfolio at the bottom of the energy move. And as energy prices go up or stabilize and the rest of the energy group goes higher, these pipelines are going higher, guys. You might be up 20% by the end of the year and you'll be collecting 8.5% yield. That is like, it doesn't get better than that for a conservative account. So AMLP is just crossing 10 right now. Okay, and truth be told, I mean, I, I own it in the nines. So it hasn't even gone anywhere yet. Okay, I promised you I'd share with you um, the whiteboard ideas and how something gets on the whiteboard, but it looks like my time is almost up. So I might have to push that till tomorrow. I don't want to rush through that. It's too important, really. And since I don't have the time for it, I'm not going to start it. So tomorrow, I promise you, we'll get to the discussion of whiteboard names, how a name gets on the whiteboard, and I will, I will reveal the largest we own in the portfolio right now from our whiteboard list, and I'll do it tomorrow. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for bearing with me. Live trading desk, lots of action, having lots of fun today. Um, I look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Thanks for listening. Have a safe day trading. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details